Okay, good morning, everybody. So we're continuing uh, this morning. This is part two of an introduction to the series Connecting with Mitzvos. A quick recap of last week. We saw the Dubna Magid's Marshal explaining the uh, Chazal that Ratzah Kodesh Baruch Hu L'Zakos Yisrael L'Fika Chirvalehem Torah Mitzvos that even without getting into the, the reasons and the philosophy and the Hargosha behind the mitzvos, there's a very practical purpose of having so many obligations, so many responsibilities. Namely, it keeps us busy with meaningful things. That was the Dubna Magid, right? The Maisa Bar Hashem, we have so much to think about and so much to be involved with within the Olam HaMitzvos. It keeps us safe and protected from the Narishkeit, the Hevel of Olam Hazeh. And we saw Reb Dessler, his beautiful distinction between two ways of being Mekayim mitzvah. There's one category of Chayim, and there's a category of Levush. The category of Chayim is when it's not just the action, it's not just the external behavior, but it's a, it's, it's a Maisa together with Lev. And that's Mosif Kedusha. Right? That changes me, that transforms me as a human being when I'm able, through some level of struggle, right, through milchama, to, uh, to fight through and be mekayim a mitzvah with leiv and nefesh, that's a mitzvah in the category of chayim. Mitzvah in the category of levush, of clothing, is mitzvah sanashim milumada, where we're just going through the actions, it's habit, it's rote, and uh, obviously, that's not Mosif Kedusha in the same way. It might be a good building block, a stepping stone for deeper mitzvos, but the goal is Chayim, not just Levush. And we spoke about the distinction between the quality and quantity of mitzvos, the famous Ramam at the end of Makos, where he has a different pshat, in Ratzah Kodesh Baruch Hu Lezakos Yisrael Lefikach, Hirbulehem Torah Mitzvos, his pshat is not that we have so many responsibilities to do, it takes us or it saves us from the hevel of Olam Hazeh, but rather with all of the mitzvos, there's got to be at least one that we connect with and we do it well. And if we could do one mitzvah b'shle Musa, that could be our entire chiyas, our entire mission in this world. We said that the apathy, the disconnect and the detachment that people often feel is when they have no emotional connection to the mitzvah. We saw the Malbim in Yeshaya where he said that the, uh, the critique of Yeshaya Hanavi speaking B'Shem Hashem, the Kal Yisrael were doing the mitzvos as maizim chetzonim, only as a superficial actions, but not with a leiv and nefesh. The Malbim explains how did we get there? What was the origin of, of this level of uh, superficiality? So he said, because our training was, we did the mitzvos mipnei shekein sivum harayim vavoseihem, because our teachers and our parents told us to, v'gamzos miblideya, miblidas, eizetam laham mitzvah, without having an appreciation or understanding as to why I'm doing what I'm doing, rak mitzad halimud vahergel. It was all based on the habit, and therefore mitzvos become meaningless psychologically. The Sefer Chinuch took it one step further. He said, not only if we're lacking the, uh, the meaning behind the mitzvah, will the mitzvah become 
uh, more separate and, and disconnected from us, but it could actually lead to merida. It could lead to a sense of rebellion. He writes that without understanding the time of a mitzvah, often we might feel that mitzvahs have nothing to do with me, and um, it's not just an apathy, but it's a very negative feeling towards the mitzvahs. What's that? Oh, so we had the question. We all know there are many mitzvahs that we'll never understand. They're beyond the comprehension of any human being. And that is the Rebbein Bechaya. The Rebbein Bechaya said that it's true. There are many things we will never understand at all. But the more we delve into those mitzvahs that we do have time in, we do have a rationale for, we do have a, an emotional connection with, so then even the chukim become more digestible and they could even be more inspiring. That's true for the outside world, we said, looking at, at Klal Yisrael, and that's also true for ourselves. Now today, we begin at the bottom of page four. This is the obligation of listening to the mitzvos. The Pasuk says in Parsis Vishalach that, Im shamoa tishma l'kol Hashem l'okecha, v'hayosher be'enav tasa, what, by the way, is the Hebrew word for obey? If you obey the word of God. How do you say obey in Ivrit? Huh? Lishmor is to guard. Huh? Tzayis. What's that? Right, Lemaisa, in Chumash itself, the Lushan of Tanakh, where do we find any Lushan of obey? Lishmoa means to listen. So the, the, the most poshid answer is, there's no translation for obey. Whenever the Torah says, if we follow the mitzvos, the lashon is always tishma, if we listen, if we understand. Now obviously there's a concept of obedience, we follow the Torah whether or not we understand, but the real tzivui, the real instruction of a Kaddish Baruch Hu is, try to listen to what I'm telling you to do. Don't just obey me, but listen to the instructions. Vayosher bein avtasa, v'hazanta lemitzvosav. Now v'hazanta is another expression of, of listening, right? P- putting your ear to the mitzvos. Rav Aaron Cutler writes that this phrase, v'hazanta lemitzvosav, is actually a klal gadol b'torah. This is a guiding principle in how we do mitzvos. The Torah is telling us, do the mitzvos, but don't stop there by the, the action, by the behavior, but put your ear to the mitzvah. Try to ask the very posh, the very obvious question, why is HaKadosh Baruch Hu telling me to do this? Why are we doing this? And oftentimes if we ask the right questions, we could find not the, the underlying most Kabbalistic reason behind the mitzvah, but we could find messages within the mitzvah that make it so much more meaningful and so much more relevant. We actually had in this past week's parsha in the, the Vidui Maisros. So the phrase that seems to be somewhat of a repetition is we say, Shemati b'kol Hashem alokai, asisi k'chol Visani that I listened to the instructions of Hashem, my God, and I did all that He commanded. So the Shem Yishmu was bothered by this repetition, 
he uh, suggested the following answer based on the Rambam. This is uh, source number eight on top of page five. He said, it's quoted in the beginning of Maeser Okeach, from the Chuvas Rambam, that we have to rodef, we have to pursue, chase after the intention of the Torah and the mitzvos. And it's not sufficient just to take on, just to approach a mitzvah superficially. But our goal is to be yared, is to go down deeper to the kavanas Torah to get a feeling, to get the message of the mitzvah. We, we see this from the Ramban, he writes. Right? The famous Ramban in Parsha Kedoshim tells us that it's possible to be in the category of a novel brishus HaTorah, which means I could be doing the mitzvahs, I could be living the, the frum lifestyle, but I'm not listening to the real lesson and message of the mitzvah, and therefore I could be a novel, I could be a disgusting person within the confines of Torah. And therefore, explains the Shem Yishmuel, that's what we're saying in the Vidui Maestro, Shemati Bekol Hashem Elokai, Ki Kol Hu Panimius Hadavarim, where we're declaring that I listen to the Panimius Hadavarim, I'm trying to get the lesson HaKadosh Baruch Hu is teaching me, and then with that deeper Havana, that, that understanding, I fulfilled the actual mitzvah. Where we're proclaiming that Mayasiyas HaMitzvah was not just the, the Shitchiyas, the superficial action. I went down to understand the message of the Torah. That's the declaration of Vidui Maestros. We say this two times a day in Davening. During the Modim Derabanin, Right, we ask Hashem, please gather us, l'chatzras kadshecha, bring us back to Yerushalayim. Lishmor chukecha, v'lasos ritzonecha. Lishmor chukecha means to do your mitzvos, or to guard your mitzvos. V'lasos ritzonecha, according to some, is that we're asking, not only do we want to be able to do the mitzvos, but we want to do your ratzon. It's possible to do a mitzvos Hashem, and not be mekayim, not fulfill the ratzon Hashem. So we're davening, please allow us to do the mitzvos, and lasos ritzonecha, to do your will. What's that? Well, it's not, it's not me versus you, as much as it's saying, allow us to, to really understand what your ratzon is not just to do the, the action, but through the action, through the mitzvahs, to have a deeper appreciation of what do you really want from me? Ma'ashem lo'kecha shol mimach. That's the tefillah of Modim Derbanan. Now, two interesting examples that the uh, Reb Simcha Brody writes in the Sam Derech. He was the great Rosh Hashiva of Hebron. He quotes the Ramban on the mitzvah of Sisa HaYashar Bahatov Be'ene Hashem. And the Ramban was bothered by, what exactly is this mitzvah? Do that which is straight and good in the eyes of God. It sounds very generic. So famously, the Ramban writes that this is a, a klal, this is a guiding principle, where Kodesh Baruch Hu was telling klal Yisrael, I've given you many examples of what I want from you as human beings and of the Hashem. 
All throughout the Torah, we have different indications of what my ratzon is for you. This mitzvah is, V'asisa ha-yashar v'hatov be'ena Hashem. I can't possibly delineate all of the different scenarios and conversations and interactions that you'll have throughout life and throughout history, what to do, what not to do, what to say, how to say it, how to be sensitive. It's impossible to do that. But Vasisa Yeshiva Tov is, take my guiding principles and apply them to everything you do in life. To be Mekayim, the Ratzon Hashem, even if there's no explicit Sivui Hashem. To do what Hashem wants, even if there's no direct mitzvah in this particular situation. One example the Ramban himself quotes is the way we speak to people. To speak benachas im kol brios, with every single person to speak like a mensch. That's an example of the Ratzon Hashem. Is there an exact mitzvah out of the Taryag that you could point to? Not really. It could be in, in the category of a couple mitzvahs, likely. Malach bedrachav or kamocha. But there's so many things that are not directly a mitzvah, but our goal is v'hazanta l'mitzvosav. I have to listen. What do you want from me? And try to be mekayim, the ratzon Hashem. The Sam Derech quotes in uh, two parshias ago that Chazal explained what's the reason or what's a reason for the mitzvah shiluach hakein. Why do we send the mother bird away? And this is obviously a massive discussion. We actually had this discussion of Sunday morning shir probably four years ago, five years ago. We got to revisit that. That was the famous machlokus between the Rambam and the Zohar, with Shiluach HaKain. But he quotes a different Chazal here, where he writes that the reason we have compassion on the mother bird, we can't say the whole reason for the mitzvah is to have compassion, that's the Gemara and Brachos, but one reason we have compassion on the mother bird is you can't hurt the mother bird because she's osekis, she's involved with tikkun olam. What is she doing? She's building a nest. She's taking care of her little chicks. Right? She's bringing them back food and regurgitating the worm in order to feed her little babies. How can you harm her? Another example, says Rav Simcha Brody, he says in, in the Isra of L'sachr Shor B'chemor Yachtov, you can't plow together an ox and a donkey. So the, the Dasakenim, the Balitosas, they suggest one tom for that mitzvah is, L'fisha HaShor Malagera, we know the shore chews its cud, U'mitztair HaChamor Kishayishma HaShor Ochel, and the Chamor will be B'tzar, when it hears the shore eating. Right, sometimes, I'm not going to mention which one of my kids, but one of my kids is very hypersensitive when anyone's chewing right by them. All right, and they'll lose it. If you're chewing in my ear, that's like one of the greatest sins against humanity that you could possibly do. So it sounds like not only are we concerned for the extra sensitive human beings who can't hear the, the munching of an apple, we're concerned even for the chamor. It's going to hear the shore eating, it's going to be jealous, or whatever. So all of these things sound almost ridiculous, superficially. But the point is, says the Sam Derech, here we have different indications, and there are hundreds of thousands of these types of chazal all throughout Torah. We get a little bit of the, the insight of what is the ratzon habore. 
If a Kaddish Baruch Hu cares about sensitivity towards a mother bird because it's productive, right? So then, we had yesterday actually. It was a beautiful thought. I was impressed with, with my children. We had across the street, they're taking off the roof of that house, which I was nervous they wouldn't do that. Because first they were just patching it up. And I want to get a from family there. So you've got to make it decent. But Baruch Hashem, they had a whole crew there yesterday and they were tearing off the roof and they were doing it well, it looked like. And you had probably a crew of eight guys and they were exhausted. You could tell, you know, working in the sun like that. So my kids brought them, you know, cold water bottles and cold Waterloo seltzer. That, by the way, parenthetically happens to be the best seltzer on the planet right now. Waterloo seltzer. <laughs> Thank you. And, and, and these people, right, did not look anything like, like us, right? Very different chevra, very different background, very different ethnicity. But the Yisod is, based on the Chazal, it's a yashrus. These people are being productive. They're helping society. If you were to ask any one of them, why are you fixing this person's roof? They probably wouldn't say, because I feel some level of hakar satov for everything that America has done for us over the last 300 years. Probably wouldn't say that. They would say, I have to make a living, I have to support my family, and I'm getting paid for doing this. That's it. But you're being productive. If you ask the mother bird, why are you doing this? She would answer, um, it's just instinctual. <laughs> There's no thought process. I have a bird brain. There's no bahira. But Lamaisa, you're being productive to society. There's a yashras. We want to be there to be misayaya. So these are just a couple of insights into understanding the Ratzon Hashem through the mitzvos. Yes. Listen, every case has to be judged individually. Um, but the, the basic yisod is, there's so much about the Ratzon Hashem we could decipher if we just listen to what the Torah is telling us to do. Now, the Maisa, we have to know our limitations, and this is a very important part of this entire discussion. The Sefer Echinach, right, who's famous for Taimei HaMitzvos, for giving us the reasons behind the mitzvos, in his introduction, he, uh, he shares with us a massive qualification as to what he's doing. He says, V'dayti lichtov al kol achas remez echad mishashe ha-mitzvah. This is source number 10. He said, my goal for every one of the Taryag mitzvahs is to share at least one shorish, one root of the mitzvah. Agid chachamim, and I'll share with you something that I've heard from the chachamim, or from what I understand from my own lear- learning. Ve'eneini choshe ve'goze lehagia ele'emes, Al kol panim, ki mikamoni tolas velo ish shelo rama oros chachma kol hayamim. But I don't have the chutzpah. I don't have the audacity to suggest that I'm telling you the ultimate pshat in the mitzvah. Tolasani velo ish. Paraphrasing David Melech. I'm a worm. I'm not a man. If the author of the Sefer Echinach called himself a tolas, I'm not sure where we fall in <laughs> to the food chain, right? He said, If you have a child that can't even make a bracha, probably doesn't make sense for him to delve into the deepest secrets of Kabbalah. And he says, so too, that's how I'm approaching Taimei HaMitzvos. I'm a child that cannot make a bracha. 
Paraphrasing from the Pasuk with, uh, with Yonason, he says, But I can't help myself. I have such an overwhelming taiva just to dip my staff into the honey. Devash ha-mitzvos, dachkani likones biyar, and therefore I've been pushed almost against my will to enter into the forest. She'ein lo tchumin, that has no boundaries, that has no limit. Even though I know full well that others have entered before and they came out with pachamin. Meaning to say, this is somewhat of a dangerous thing to do. A.K.A. don't try this at home. To allow ourselves to be too creative and uh, superimpose ideas based on the hours and hours of television that we consumed when we were younger, and to put that into the psukim and the mitzvos, don't jump there yet. Right? So we have to know our limitations. The Beis Halevi, he was the, the first in the Brisker dynasty of Yosef Dov Salavechik, the Korosh Hashivin Velazhin with the Nitziv. He has a famous piece where he, um, he has one pshat, one suggestion for the Ben HaRasha, for the evil son. What made this, uh, this kid evil? So he said, The fact that he gave off the impression that the mitzvah has nothing to do with him, the way he interprets this is, that this particular person doesn't want to be in the mitzvah. The Ben HaRasha is the human being that says, I don't feel comfortable doing something that I don't understand. And if there's any mitzvah that doesn't resonate well with me, that I don't really have an emotional connection with, that I'm not going to do it, that makes me a Rasha. Obviously, we're allowed to, and based on the sources we've seen, we would conclude, we're encouraged to ask a deeper pshat in the mitzvah, lishal alatam, mikol makom ein ze shayich le'inyan iker chiyuvish shal but says the Beis HaLevi, we should know full well, this has nothing to do with the kiyum, with the fulfillment of the mitzvah. Degam kodem she'odeyatam shal mitzvah, because even prior to my understanding the mitzvah, even before I have the opportunity to listen to the message of the mitzvah, tzarech she'yuskam v'dayto chiv pratim, I have to have a haskama belayv, I have to have an acceptance within my heart that I'm doing the mitzvahs because I know this is the Ratzon Hashem. Is there a deeper way to do them? 100%. Can I understand the Ratzon Hashem more by trying to listen to the message of every individual mitzvah? Of course. But I'm not there yet. I don't have the time. I don't have the interest, whatever it may be. However, right here and now, I have a mitzvah, and therefore I will do it with all of its pratim and be meticulous in the kiyum ha-mitzvah. He goes on to say something, which is probably one of the most fundamental pieces in the entire Sefer. Where he says, people think that even when the Torah gives a reason for a mitzvah, people think that's when or that's why we do it. Says the Beis Levi, that's not true at all. The mitzvahs we do because the Kodesh Baruch Hu has this truth, has this reality of mitzvahs. 
it happens to be that something might have taken place in history to bring that mitzvah into the world. So for example, why do we eat matzah on Pesach? Why do we eat it? So we say during the Haggadah, because we left the Mitzrayim, we didn't have enough time for the dough to rise, explains the Beis HaLevi, Kfira! That's not why we eat it. Really what we're saying is, there's a mitzvah to eat matzah on the 15th of Nisan. There's something intrinsically beneficial about that for the neshama of a, of a Jew. Why did we leave Mitzrayim the 15th of Nisan? That was to bring about, to have the, the, the fruition of this mitzvah in the world. There's a mitzvah of kibbut alveim. A person has to have a reverence for tangible creators. So most people would assume the reason you have to honor mother and father is because we have a karasatov, they brought us into the world, that's the right thing to do. And that's true. But it explains the Beis HaLevi, it's much deeper than that. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants me to be mechabed, my tangible creators, to have a broader understanding of HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself. Therefore, Hashem created the whole idea of parenthood. They didn't have to work like this. Right? Human beings could have just been you know, introduced into the world individually. We could grow on trees. So that says the Beis HaLevi is why the Taimei HaMitzvah give us an indication as to what the Ratzon Hashem is, but we should never fool ourselves into assuming that this is the reason for the mitzvah. To the contrary, this reason's only true because the mitzvah's true. This idea we could, we could speak about for hours, but we'll leave it here for now. <laughs> Question, Elisa? Yes. Yes, and he actually brings that as a proof. He says, we know from Midrashim, the, and the, the Gemara says that, right? That Avraham Avinu was Mekayim the Torah. So what was he doing eating matzah before he left Mitzrayim? Teretz is, there's a mitzvah to eat matzah. Yeah, beautiful. All right, so now... There is a balance between... First, we have to understand we're doing it, we're doing the mitzvah basically because Hashem said so. What's the reason? It will help us grow our relationship with Hashem, but that's not really the reason. So that's 100% true, that we're doing the mitzvahs because Hashem said so. Knowing more about why uh, and the philosophy is helpful for us. I would add one point, though. Part of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu said is not just do the mitzvahs because I said so, Part of the tzivoy Hashem is do the mitzvos. And those that you have a shaykhist to, those that you can relate to, you should do them with that, with that understanding. So for example, if you were to ask most people, what's harder to do? A chok that we have no comprehension of or a mitzvah sikhli? I understand why it makes sense to give tzedakah. People are in need and I want to give tzedakah. So says Rabbi Yisrael Salanter in the Or Yisrael, it's harder to do a mitzvah sikhli. Because when it comes to a chok, it, it might be difficult for me and maybe I'm going to feel awkward. I'm in my office right now and I'm putting on tefillin. That's kind of strange. I'm at the airport and I'm putting on tefillin. So I'd rather not be doing this. Okay, but what's the mitzvah? Do it. Fine, I can do it. I could force myself to do something even if it's not super comfortable. That's a chok. A sikhli explains Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, 
is that the mitzvah is not just give tzedakah, do a chesed. The mitzvah is live through the tzedakah. Don't just give it because there's a maisa mitzvah of giving maiser and I made a cheshbin and I still owe four more dollars. Okay, uh, come here, here. Right? The mitzvah of tzedakah. We're supposed to do that as well, 100%. But part and parcel of a mitzvah sikhli is doing it because I appreciate the fact that you're my brother and you need help and I want to help you. It's engendering the, the, the understanding of the mitzvah. Right? So that's why a mitzvah sikhli is more difficult than a chok. Right? So we're doing it because Hashem said so, but part of what Hashem said is, I want you to understand why I'm telling you, at least in those areas or to that degree, that you can understand. Now just one quick point here as our time is running out regarding the methodology of, of how, how do we learn more about the mitzvahs? How do we listen to the message of the mitzvah? Rav Shamshin Rafal Hirsch writes that, and I think this is really echoing what the Sefer Echinuch told us, that many have entered into this forest and they came out with Pechamen. They, they made mistakes. Says Rav Shamshin Rafal Hirsch, it's the top of page 8, but since the precepts, as practically fulfilled, stand entirely out of connection with these explanations, he's referring to explanations that were given before his time, and in his assessment, he felt that they were really superimposed, they were you know, pushed into the, uh, the context of Torah from an outside perspective. It was inevitable that their ceremonial fulfillment lost its spiritual basis. If you don't have the real reasons behind the mitzvahs, but rather I'm using a thought process that happens to be trendy right now because I'm living in America in this particular time and place, so then what will inevitably happen is that the mitzvahs will lose the ruchnius and become despised. Right? That's what the Sefer Echinach told us as well. You see, instead of taking one stand within Judaism and asking, Inasmuch as Judaism makes these demands of me, what opinion of the purpose of man must it have? Instead of comprehending each demand in its totality, according to the Tanakh and Talmud, and then asking, what is the reason and idea of this injunction? Once I have the Chazal, once I have the parameters of Das Torah, instead, people set up their standpoints outside of Judaism and sought to draw it over to them without disturbing themselves as to the real appearance of the mitzvos in all its parts. Only a very few during this entire period stood with their intellectual efforts entirely within Judaism and built it up out of its own inner concepts. Most distinguished among them are the author of the Kuzari, namely, who was he, by the way? Rabbi Huda HaLevi, the author of the Kuzari, and the son of Nachman, referring to the Ramban. He felt that the Kuzari and the Ramban were the most authentic approaches we have to Taimeha mitzvos. So here we have a qualification in the methodology. The way we listen to a mitzvah, we have to be extremely careful and medactic that we're not just inserting our own ideas, but we're trying to gather information from Chazal itself. The ultimate Das Torah, a phrase that's thrown around all the time, the ultimate Das Torah is actually trying to procure our Das from Torah. That's what it means. 
Understanding the Chazal, Rashi, Ramban, and through the Rishonim, through the Echronim, having a deeper uh, understanding and, 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 and listening to what the Torah is telling us. Ultimately, we're going to end with this. This requires hachana. In order to be Mekayim Mitzvos in the category of Chayim, and not just Levush, to be Mosef Kedusha through the Yesiyas Mitzvos, we have preparation to do. The Ramchal writes in the Mesil Sisharim, um, when he speaks about the Mida of Tahara, of purity, he says, how do we achieve the, the Maila of Tahara? It's hazmana, preparation. Vahainu, which means, practically speaking, We can't enter into a mitzvah suddenly. If I jump in three minutes late to a Yishmona Esrei, and I'm running in and I'm sweaty and I had a hard time finding a, a parking place, even if I know some of the depth behind the words, the odds of me saying those words with any connection is very slim. <laughs> I have to have some level of mesinus, of reflection, of, of time to just enter into the mitzvah with thought. Right, so that's in the performance of the mitzvah. And assuming I've done the, the uh, preparation beforehand, and now I give myself time in the Asiyasa mitzvah, then I could have a little bit of an appreciation of what I'm doing. And in front of whom am I doing it? When we approach anything in life, and this is not limited to mitzvos, when we approach any conversation, any interaction, when we come and we just rush into it, so then we're not going to be focused, we're not going to be engaged. However, with mesinus, with thought and deliberation beforehand, then then I could go in with the, the intent, what am I trying to do? And in front of whom am I doing this? The Ramban tells us that's the mitzvah v'chai behem. V'chai behem, v'lo shiyomus behem. Practically, we know, we learn from here, that you're mechuyiv to, to be in violation of a mitzvah in order to save your life or somebody else's life. But explains the Ramban, this is also true in the realm of spirituality. Da ki chai ha'adam b'mitzvos kafi ha'chanosu lehem. Our life with mitzvos, meaning really living through the mitzvos, is commensurate to the hachana we do beforehand, the preparation. So that's really the point of this series. Sunday mornings for 40 minutes in Mitzvah Shem, we are going to be mekayim v'chai behem, to do some level of hachana, what exactly this particular mitzvah is, a little bit of the shrashim, not fooling ourselves to assume we're getting to the deepest Kabbalistic reason behind the mitzvah, but at least to have more of a preparation that when doing the mitzvah, it's not just the levush, but it's the kiyum of the chaybahim. Okay, shkoyach, everybody. Have a wonderful day and a very special thank you to Alone for setting things up and getting everything ready.